Hello, I'm Andrew Tark and you're listening to Tall Stories on Monocle 24, brought to you by the team behind The Urbanist, the show all about the cities we live in. This week, I'm going to take you to the darker side. A south-facing garden. When selling an English house with such an attribute, the estate agent will always emphasise this detail in their sales bump. Because a south-facing garden brings with it the promise of the sun's fulsome warming glow, conjures up visions of children splashing in a paddling pool, evening drinks on the terrace, the trees throwing long-limbed shadows as the sun finally sets. A south-facing garden sells homes. A north-facing one risks a house lingering for months in the estate agent's window. But when I wanted to put down some roots in Palma de Mallorca, our Spanish friends had a very different view. If you want your furniture singed by the sun, then face south. If you want to try and keep your cool, consider facing north. This week, London has basked, or should that be baked, in a heatwave. There's crisped leaves, hardened soil, parched throats, and in our office, the conversation has dwelled on the impossibility of sleeping in airless bedrooms, and whether it's the tipping point where British homes should be equipped with aircon, still something of a novelty in domestic settings in the UK. Soon judging by our office, our homes could resemble those of Singapore or Hong Kong, where ugly aircon units were away on the outside walls of just about every apartment. But there is another route. Return to our past to discover some simple ways of being chilled. When you see photographs of Victorian and Edwardian London, you notice that in the summer... Canvas awnings droop over windows like tired eyelids and that blinds are pulled down in shop windows to protect the bonnets or brocades. Places such as London knew how to throw some shade back then. Indeed, many houses still had Georgian window shutters that could be used to make a room dark, cool. Somehow, in a race for modernity, nearly all of these domestic cool tools were ripped out by doer-uppers, leaving homeowners no place to hide when the mercury rose brutally high. Net curtains, or shears, also vanished as modernism embraced the large window, the vista. Now anything that encumbered the view, made a room feel dark, was dismissed as grannyish. But as London begins to sense what global warming actually feels like, we need to reinstall some of these tools for shade, learn to love the fact that our homes have some dark corners where the sun never reaches. Sure, for now, the south-facing garden will remain an estate agent's friend. But a north-facing bedroom? Well, now you're talking. See the light. Rediscover your shady side. You've been listening to Tall Stories, a Monocle 24 production. Today's episode was produced and edited by David Stevens. Remember to tune in on Thursday for the full 30-minute edition of The Urbanist. I'm Andrew Tuck. Goodbye, and thank you for listening, city lovers. <laughs>